My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. You guys, I went to get blood drawn today. It was like the worst thing. I don't, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> embarrassing story number one. No, it's like embarrassing story number 147. Um, for like the last five years, I haven't had health insurance because I'm an entrepreneur and I don't make enough money to do that. And that was actually, oddly enough, like the one reason why I made excuses not to quit my job when I stayed in corporate world for so long. I was like, I have health insurance. I can't leave this. But I ended up actually leaving it and never really got health insurance until two months ago. And then with all of that backed up, you know, <laughs> lack of checking in with the doctors, I was like, oh, I'm going to be so responsible and do all these doctor's appointments. So going to the OBG, the regular doctor, the chiropractor, I'm like jam-packing my schedule with all of these things to do. Went to go get blood work drawn, and I was so dehydrated that they couldn't find a vein. So I'm in all these little bandages on my arm and on my hand, and oh my God, it was just terrible. Terrible. Why do we do these things? Like with all the technology we have, couldn't I just been able to like, breathe into something and you can tell me what's going on inside of my body like why do you have to take shit out of my body to figure out what's going on (sighs) okay this is why I'm an entrepreneur who focuses on coaching and not science because I don't know what I'm talking about (laughs) so in today's episode of the badass business podcast um, I complain with my amazing dear friend and client Hannah fucking Parker for like 20 minutes about blood work, and you're going to listen to that in today's episode. Um, But after that, we get into this amazing conversation. I have to tell you, Hannah came into my life months ago, and I've been following this girl before we started working together and just feeling so inspired and lit up by her energy, her soul, and her alignment. I don't know if you've ever met someone like this. Like Hannah is just such a rare breed where you meet her and you instantly want to like meditate in a circle with her and just give her a bunch of hugs. Like she's so cool, so grounded, so centered. And the words that come out of her mouth, like I want to write 90% of them down and like put them in a book. So so you got a lot to enjoy today. In today's episode of the Badass Business Podcast, Hannah Parker and I talk about perfectionism in in all areas of life, right? And this worry about being perfect, especially in the coaching world. She shares her journey of going from a direct marketing company into a coaching job and creating this beautiful career and business for herself, this beautiful brand that she has today. She shares a lot about the process of letting go of Uh, the old version of herself and and what happened in the process of shifting into 
creating a personal brand. And she's really honest about the little gaps that she sees in the coaching world. So we covered a lot in today's episode, and I think you're really going to enjoy it, especially if you're someone out there who's thinking about hiring a coach and hasn't really made the decision to do so yet, or if you're in a space of being a coach yourself and just wanting to get on the ground level of like what is really going on in the process of creating a business. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. I know you will. And when you're done, please do me two favors. Number one, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It allows us to get seen by more people. The more reviews we have, the more entrepreneurs can get access to the Badass Business Podcast. And then also come screenshot the Badass Business Podcast and come follow us on iTunes. Uh, Just kidding. Come follow us on Instagram, but also follow us on iTunes because that's really important too. But go ahead and screenshot you watching this episode. Put it in your Insta story. You can tag me at Badass Business Babe, or you can tag the Badass Business Podcast on Instagram as well. The links to all of this, including all of the links to Hannah's stuff, are in the show notes of today's episode. Enjoy the show, guys. This is the Badass Business Podcast. You're listening to the Badass Business Podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to claim a wildly free life. Tune in to hear new episodes every Tuesday by yours truly, Lauren Liz Love. This is the space where we can have open conversations about growing a successful business and creating a vibrant lifestyle. It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. This episode of the Badass Business Podcast is sponsored by the Coach to Cash 5-Day Challenge. So today you're going to be hearing from Hannah Parker, who is an amazing coach in the online space. And I know on this podcast, I have so many coaches listening and being featured in our episodes. My job and my role as an entrepreneur and a business coach is to help all the coaches out there create the freedom and the passion and the financial abundance that they truly crave. So if you have some time, when you have some time, there's a link in the show notes of this podcast episode. I'm running a free five-day coach to cash challenge that's going to help every single coach out there, no matter what kind of coach you are, create more clarity and more financial freedom than you could possibly imagine. This is a free five-day challenge. I go live for five straight days offering you trainings, homework assignments, and tutorials that will help you shift into such a new level of your coaching business. So whether you are an aspiring coach, an existing coach, or you want to just get a little curious and see what the coaching world is all about, you can come and check out the five-day challenge just by clicking the link in the show notes. There's a link below. You can just go and look. It says Coach to Cash. Sign up. It's free. You're going to get access to all of these trainings delivered right to your door, these homework assignments to help you shift into new financial freedom. Again, just click the link below in the show notes, Coach to Cash. Okay, let's dive into today's episode. So, so I started recording already because I'm like, we're just going to shoot the shit and have an amazing conversation and just talk about all of the things around taking scary leaps and doing shit that freaks you out in your business. Um, yeah. Are you still feel that way? Do you still feel like you're taking scary leaps? Absolutely. It depends on, I really feel like yes, in different ways now, because in the beginning it was much more, um, 
crazy leaving, leaving my last business. That's crazy. Um, but now it's more just pushing my own comfort zone, what that means to me. So growing through the perfectionism, growing through the, um, really just growing through and continuing to stretch my own personal comfort zone. So maybe not to the outside, but to me, yes, every day I'm stretching my comfort zone. Yeah. So can you tell me, like, I would love for the audience to hear you share your backstory and your journey of, cause you mentioned you're like in my old business, right? How, yeah. tell me a little bit about Hannah fucking Parker and like the journey of <laughs> getting here. I want to know all the things. Absolutely. So <clears throat> Back in the day, <laughs> I'd take you back. Yeah, way back, I went to college and I didn't want to go, which was the craziest part. I really wanted to go to community college, and I felt really pressured by my mom and by friends to to go to real college. And I'm putting that in air quotes. And so I decided, <laughs> well, it's true. That's what I was made to feel, and I was very subjected to. Um, I wanted to make people proud. I wanted to look like I was being successful. So I went to college. I said, okay, fine, I'll go. Went to USF St. Pete, did the dorm thing, lived with some roommates, and that is always fun. And I got a job when I was in college because I was used to working my whole high school experience. I had the OJT, which is on-the-job training. And I had two jobs in high school when I was 16, 17, and I loved money. That's really the biggest thing is I like to have freedom. I like to be able to buy the things I like to buy. And that was like a non-negotiable for me. I was like, well, then I'm going to get two jobs and I'm going to do this and I'm going to pay my, my bills and buy myself the clothes that I want in high school. <laughs> so in college, I ended up getting a job at a call center. And long story short, it was like this crazy ride of, promotion after promotion after promotion. And I'm 18 years old and they have no idea because you're not allowed to ask that in a corporate job. You're not allowed to ask how old they are. And so I, by the end of this, I was overseeing a team of 25. I was working in HR. I was working in hiring. They were thinking of hiring me on as an OM. They really wanted me to be there and help run this extra side of the company. And that was my first taste of coaching was being able to lead a team of 25 to feel extremely empowered. And my retention rate for my team, because it was a call center, it's quick turnover, it's really quick. And they're not paid the greatest either, but my team stayed because they felt extremely valued. And like they had a, a bigger picture here in this company. So it was just a beautiful opportunity. And then I got married. I got married to my high school sweetheart and we moved to... North Carolina. And after that, that's when all of the fun started happening. I joined a direct sales company and it was thousands of dollars to join. And at this point I was 18 years old and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to have a regular job. I do not want to work in an office anymore. I was exhausted. So I had a friend tell me, you'd be great at this. Let's, let's Isn't that how it sales. always started? It's like like a little <laughs> someone just plants a little like idea in your head. You'd be so good at this. You'd be so good at this. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I really would be. And this is brand new. And so I opened up a credit card and I said, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do it all the way, buy the biggest package. I mean, like it was like seven thousand dollars. And <laughs> at, at 18 years old, I didn't 
I didn't know what was going to come of it, but that following month I had made all of my money back from selling leggings. Yes. It was crazy. And so this was my first taste of, I really owned my own business. I was shipping things. I was my social media manager. I really got a taste of attraction marketing and being able to start to grow something that's so much bigger than just ourselves. It was really a beautiful opportunity for me to be able to impact women's lives through clothing, um, for them to feel really confident just by slipping on a, a new dress and investing in themselves that way. It was just such a beautiful opportunity. And from there, I had been doing it for two years and I loved it. I really did, but it was exhausting. I mean, absolutely exhausting. I worked every single day for two years straight. It really was that intense. My motto back then, I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday, was I'd rather be exhausted with a purpose than well-rested without one. Wow. Yep. And so, I mean, it was, that's what I lived by. I thought that was so brilliant. I was like, I would so rather be exhausted than <laughs> have no purpose. But looking at it now, it's like, why can't we have? Yeah. Why can't we have? Why did you have to choose? Yeah. Why would you have to choose? Right. But I showed up every single day because consistency was key. And now I know that there's a much deeper meaning to that than just showing up every single day. Yeah. Yeah. So what, when you took the leap, honey, and you decided that you were going to leave the uh, direct sales and go into your own branding and your own passion and purpose, what was going on in your head and how did you decide that that was the right time? I know there are a lot of women out there who want to take a shift or an adjustment, so to speak, in their business. And, and maybe your guidance here is helpful. How, do you, how did you know it was the right time? Mm, that's such a good question. I just felt it and it didn't feel good. That's what I'm going to say first is that I felt extremely uncomfortable. I felt like I was going to disappoint everyone, but I knew that my gut feeling was stronger than anything else, that I needed to make this shift for myself and there was something bigger and better off that ledge. So taking that leap, I remember sitting there at the computer and I typed up this message to send on my Facebook group because I had almost 10,000 women in there that I was serving wow. at this point. And I typed up this message and I'm just sobbing on my computer screen, like explaining how beautiful this journey was, but how there's something new that's coming. And I didn't know exactly what it was yet. I knew that I was going to step into this, this coaching world, but I didn't know to what extent. So it was just blind faith. And I kind of explained that, that I've loved serving you for so long, but I'm ready for, for this next step. And to my surprise, I finally clicked post. I had so many women lift me up and share how excited they were for me and how they understood and how they couldn't wait to see what I did next. So it was funny because I could have been my worst enemy in that moment and said, it's not the right time. I'm too scared. I feel too uncomfortable. I'm just going to stay here and continue working this because it's safe. And I know that the money's coming always. It's just, we had very consistent sales. I knew that my women were showing up to my sales. Like I just knew that it was consistent money, but that's not what I wanted. I wanted more and I knew that there was more for me. Yeah. So looking back on how you ran your business the first time versus how you run it now, 
Uh, what are some of the differences and distinctions? Ooh, every, I want to say everything. Um, really, the time management and understanding my energy is much, much different. I am somebody who gets overwhelmed easily. That's something that is part of who I am. And even when I'm in a great mood, it can be easy for me to shift easy, like quickly into that overwhelm space. So I used to work through it. I used to trudge through it, show up every single day, create content every single day. And it was exhausting to my core. It was affecting every part of my life, my relationship with my husband, my relationship with my family, my relationship with myself. So now I've created and really have devoted myself to a soul-centered business strategy where I honor my energy. I honor the fact that I need a break sometimes and that's perfectly okay. Yeah. So do you have a morning routine that you always step into? I do. So this is something that you actually helped me implement. And it was the most beautiful shift that I've had probably in like my, I want to say my business energy for the morning. So understanding that when I fill myself up in the morning, it fuels me for the rest of the day. So I wake up, I sit outside on my porch with my book and my journal, and I'm always reading a new book. So I'll read for a little bit. I annotate, I write some notes on the book and kind of what's coming up so that I can implement it into my own life. I'll drink my coffee or my tea and then I will journal and meditate. And so it, it always switches in the way that I need it in the morning, but it's always the same thing of me sitting outside, relaxing, watching the hummingbirds. Like it's mm. just a beautiful opportunity to reconnect. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, let's have a conversation about consistency because self-care in the morning is so super important. I love that this is part of your routine. And you had mentioned something before with your old business, how you felt this, and I'm sure many of your clients feel this way, this need to be consistent. And how do we, how have you found a balance between doing the things that you need to do for you and then also being able to show up and be consistent in your business? Absolutely. That's a Great question. So it really is a difference between, I think for me, the biggest shift was seeing that I have time for everything. So time blocking was a huge part of this and being able to see that I have time to create, I have time to promote, I have time to um, connect with other people and have time for all of my coaching calls, everything that I need. So showing up consistently is easy now because I don't feel so overwhelmed. And I think another piece of this is really understanding your energy and when you do feel the best so that you can plan those most energizing or energetic, how can I say it? Energetically draining things mm -hmm. after the times where you're filling yourself up. So Consistency is key, absolutely, in branding, in um, showing up, and all of these different things. But that doesn't mean every single day. That just means that you are fully within your authentic truth when you're showing up. That's the difference. That consistency. So when people read your posts or they see your, your let's say, Instagram posts, they know that it's you before they even look at your name. They read your copy. They say, oh, that's, that's Lauren. I know that yeah. because she speaks this way. So consistency in your schedule too. I feel like it all flows together. You're able to be consistent without being placed in this box of, I must show up here, there, and there all the time. 
and rather just listening intuitively to, okay, I'm going to show up here in this space because I have that time today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Do you feel like the clients that you work with now, this struggle with consistency, is that rooted in that need to be perfect? Because I know for even for me, right, like I've had that journey in the beginning where I was always trying to show up, but also worrying about getting it right, so to speak. So if you could talk, like talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Like how would it, how does it look when we don't show up every single day to ideal clients, especially Mm -hmm. in the beginning and having that scarcity mindset that's been ingrained for generations at this point, it's like very societal, um, very societal. So understanding that they will still be there even if you don't show up for one single day. This was something I struggled with for a long time was feeling like if I don't show up, they're not going to know that I'm here. They're going to lose interest in just a single day. But really people follow you because they love you and they're interested in what you have to say. So if you're missing for a single day, number one, people probably won't notice. Number two, if they do, they're going to be interested in what you have to say next, even Mm -hmm. if that's tomorrow or in a week, they're going to understand. So releasing that need to always have everything checked off, always having everything perfect, um, looking a certain way in the perception of what you might look like to other people, releasing that and knowing that what you're doing is enough. It's absolutely enough. Did you find in your journey of stepping into coaching, there was more of that vulnerability layer when you did show up? Did you find yourself being more open and real about who you were and, and uh, speaking more of your truth? Absolutely. Because when I was in my direct sales company, I was taught to not be abrasive. Don't talk about things that might upset other people or where you might have an opinion essentially. And so for the whole time that I ran my business, I was very positive, very, I don't want to say fully authentic though, because I couldn't, I couldn't in air quotes Mm. once again, because that's what I was taught. I was told that you're not allowed to be that, that vulnerable because it'll turn people off. So when I stepped into coaching, this was a brand new world to me. And it was very scary because I was starting from square one again, literally from zero and coming from I was so successful in my last business. So having almost 10,000 women to nobody, a Facebook group of zero, turning up my volume and starting to share my full truth was absolutely frightening, but it was such a beautiful shift. Taking that leap and starting to share opened up this whole new facet of you can show up and people will love the content that you share just because it's so soul centered. This is your true authentic story and people will love it. And if they don't, if it helps, this is my, this is my thing. If it helps one person, I am satisfied. If it helps one person, that is good enough for me. Yeah. So now as a coach and having been doing this for a little bit, do you feel not a little bit, but doing this for quite a while, do you feel that, um, the women that come to you, like what is the pattern that you see that's holding people back from actually stepping into that and being themselves and shining their light? Because you're in such this beautiful space of just really not giving a fuck because you know you're doing something great in the world. Like the women you work with, how do they over, how do you walk someone through that overcoming their fears? The biggest thing I see, because I am a business coach at the end of the day, but the biggest thing I see is self-worth. 
and really grounding the fact that you are worthy of everything that you desire and that the old stories and the old things that happened to you, they happen to you for a reason for, to propel you forward, not to hold you back. And so when we get stuck in these old stories at the debt of the, the failures, it's not serving anybody. It's not serving you. It's not serving your ideal clients. It's not serving your family. When we get stuck in these old patterns, helping my clients move through this really deep seated worthiness is my biggest change maker. I think is going through and really reiterating you're 100% worthy. And it's just a matter of you stepping into your massive power, claiming it, owning it, and sharing that confidence with the world. When they turn up their confidence, everything changes. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So what do you think? This is a random side note, but we're going to shift gears a little bit. What do you think is missing in the coaching space right now? Oh, hmm. I stumped you. <laughs> Well, there's a, there's, there's a couple things and it's kind of funny because when I came into the coaching industry, that was one of my first thoughts was a lot of people are saying a lot of things that I don't think are fully true. So that authenticity piece is still missing. Everything's so glossy online. People put up their perfect life, their perfect relationship, their perfect business, their perfect months. And they're not sharing the real nitty gritty, the bullshit that we go through every single day of people stealing your content, of people um, not paying their invoice, their chargebacks, um, different influencers not fully showing up like they should. So having bad coaches, it's like, there's so many different things that come back down to integrity and being honest about who you are and what you can do and not just taking people's money. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a really big deal. I actually see this myself for some reason lately. I've been attracting women who on discovery calls are telling me I had a really bad coach and she did X, Y, and Z and like this happened. And a lot of them aren't angry. They're kind of in the space of like, yeah, you know, like I made a bad decision last time and I'm a little hesitant now because I don't know if I'm making the right choices. So why, like, what do you think is something that we can do to prevent that? Or even on a deeper level, maybe if you don't know the answer to that, like, why is this happening? I'll be honest because not everyone has the best intentions I feel and that sometimes people get sucked up into things. And so maybe it's not their fullest intention to take advantage of someone, right? Because we can never understand really what someone is thinking in that moment, but knowing that they can manipulate someone emotionally, because when people come for coaching, they're typically in a space of I'm ready for change. And whether that means rock bottom, whether that means that they're just looking for the solution to whatever their problem is. People can sit there and use that information to turn it and give them the perfect solution. And it's not really, it's mm -hmm. not their zone of genius. And although it could have been easy for them to pass it off to somebody else or say, no, I really don't think this would be a great fit energetically. Um, whatever the case may be, they just say yes. And they take the money and they try to show up fully and 
it doesn't work out. And so then the client gets a bad taste in their mouth because they're like, this isn't what I signed up for. This is not what I thought this was going to be. So back to that integrity piece. But I agree. That's, I have gotten a couple women who have been, um, nervous about stepping back into the coaching industry and hiring a new coach because they felt so badly about the last one that they hired. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the things that you think, um, you're experiencing with these women when they come to you? Like, are they, are they not, are they not getting the resources that they need, the knowledge that they need? Are they living in their fear because of what has happened? Or is it a little bit of both? Mm, That's a great question. I've kind of seen both. I've seen some women who have been very fearful, who have been stuck within it and um, really claimed and stayed within that. Like coaches are bad. I got screwed over. This is my life, essentially stepping into that victimhood. Mm. And other women are saying, oh no, like I know that there's better out there. I just need to find somebody who I'm fully energetically connected with. And I think that's what makes the difference is that you have to jive with your coach. I always tell people when we get on the phone, this is this is going to be a relationship. We're working together. This is not, I'm not teaching you. I'm not a um, professor. And it's so funny because I wanted so badly to be that when I was younger, I wanted to be a teacher. And now I see that that's not what I want at all. Mm. I want to help guide, but it has to be mutual. It Mm. can't just be somebody leading and forcing dragging. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I love that you say this. This is so true, right? Like there are so many times where I think we have this expectation of a coach, like we're going to step into this agreement. They're going to teach me everything I need and they can just drag me along with them and bring them up. There's a shit ton of work that you have to do as the student, right? As the person who's on the other side of it to really step up to the plate and show up and hustle and, and, and do that. Um, really commit really is what we're talking about, right? Being fully committed to the experience. Yes. Commitment is key. I say this to my clients all the time. It is. It's when you fully commit, that is when shit starts to happen. When you are half in half out, that's the kind of results you're going to get is literally half assed results. (laughs) So when you fully commit, whether it be to your business, your launch strategy, your coach, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you sign with a coach, typically that's why we make these next level investments is so that you are fully fucking committed so that you are 100% in it and you're ready to make that change. So not only are you coachable, you're taking the action too. Mm. You know, one of the things I love about you, Hannah, is like when we work together, there've been so many times where we've talked about the goals you're setting and the levels you're getting to and all of the beautiful things you're doing. I love that you walk the walk and you are a student of what you teach, right? Like you're not just a coach, but you, you are coachable, right? And being in that space. And what I really admire about you is when you choose to do something, you never go into that space of like, well, how am I going to do it? You always go into the space of like, it's done. Like you've said that to me so many times. You're like, it's done. It's just fucking done, right? Like, and you just know. So that's... That faith and that certainty around what you want, I'm sure you've been in a position where you've had women who maybe aren't there yet and they're not 100% certain and they set this goal and they have this expectation. How do you coach someone through that? When they're, There's a couple things that can be happening. So we'll pretend like this woman is, she just isn't fully ready to commit to her big vision. That's mm. typically what I see is that they want it. And they've been working at it for a really long time, whether it be a couple months, 
couple of years, really, I've seen the whole spectrum of like, I've wanted to do this for so long, but I just haven't taken any action. Mm-hmm. And so my number one question is, so if we do the same things that we're doing right now, tell me what's going to change. Yeah. And they always are like, well, nothing. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> exactly. So even taking that first step and allowing yourself, I always say, just let it be an experiment. Let it be fun. There is no failing here. So when you take this next step, just have fun and see what happens. Who knows? This could open a brand new door. This can give you clarity that this is not what you want, but no matter what, at least you're getting answers. Now you can listen to your gut after you've taken that action. And now you'll have a clear vision of what you want to do next. Yeah. But the perfection, right. And that obsession over being perfect and I think 90% of these women know what they have to do. They're just not doing it because they're afraid that they're not going to do it well or they're going to be flawed or make mistakes or it's going to, shit's going to be messy. You know, what's your opinion on that? What isn't messy? Like that really is my answer. I used to, so funny. I was so stuck in my perfectionism that I wouldn't even go live. I used to skip school if I had bad skin days. Like I was so stuck in the vanity of things and how I wanted to be perceived. I wanted to look perfect and be perfect and feel perfect. And every time I strive for that, it's like I was getting farther and farther and farther away from the results that I wanted. So one of the first courses I made, I think I sold two spots and I didn't even care because I took all this time to make it so, so perfect. And at the end of the day, I just clicked, you know what? I'm going to publish this. I'm done. I'm done going back and fixing it. I'm done going back and adding more stuff. This is it. And so no matter how many spots I sell at this point, it's good enough. (laughs) As hard as that was for me in the moment, because I wanted to cry. I was like, I've been working so hard at this. I've been trying so hard to make this look a certain way so that it could be good enough for people. And really what I needed was to hear that I'm good enough, that what I give is going to be good enough every single time because I show up fully. I show up fully. And so when I started honoring that about myself, it became much, much easier for me to say, I've done enough, even when it doesn't feel perfect. So after that, it was just once you shift that, that comfort zone, it's like, think of it like a circle. So every time you do it, the circle gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger as you step out of that comfort zone. So then it just engulfs that. So things become easier and easier and easier. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. What if advice would you give someone who's in a space of wanting to go and wanting to leap and feeling the resistance? Mm. First, see if the resistance is just from fear. That's always my first thing is check with your body and see, is this just me holding myself back because I'm afraid of change? Or is this because it's not for my highest good? When I ask myself that question, it's very easy for me to differentiate between the fact of me hiding and me actually not supposed to do this. So that's the first question you ask yourself. And after that, if it's, this isn't, this isn't fear, like this is just fear and you're ready to move forward, but you just don't know how, release the how. 
Mm. Stop looking for the house, stop looking for the, the to-do list or the perfect freebie to give you that next step. It's not going to show up. It's just a matter of taking action and action breeds clarity. It's perfect. It's perfect. You are amazing. Your work is amazing. I absolutely adore you. And I want to say thank you so much for being on the podcast. I cannot wait to get this episode out. It's going to be amazing. Where can people find you? You can find me at the Soul Centered Entrepreneur on Instagram and a Facebook group. You can come and hang out with us there. It's a whole bunch of free trainings, lots of cool people, and really for Soul Centered Entrepreneurs. I love you, girl. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank you. I know you probably loved today's episode. Did you have some time to sign up for the free five-day challenge, Coach to Cash? Oh my God, it's going to be amazing. You're going to absolutely love it. I am so super excited to bring all of my biz babes into this community to offer them free five days of coaching on your coaching business. So if you haven't taken a minute to register, just go to badassbusinessbabe.com. There's some information there, or you can click the link in the show notes. It's going to give you everything you need to know. Or you can come check out the info in the Facebook group. But the easiest way to register for this free five-day challenge to get access to coaching tips, advice, strategy, training on growing your coaching business, just click the link in the show notes. All right, guys. I'll see you on next episode. Love y'all. Have an amazing rest of the week.